T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. That's right. Brian Mazurowski here alongside Joe Beamer on WBEN. Hope everyone's having a pretty nice Thursday here. And uh, hey, um, excited to be back here with you. Joe, it is, and we were talking about this yesterday. We were talking about this off the air before uh, this show began uh, during the morning. And I, it is still, it's strange to have something that everybody is talking about and this was you know true yesterday as I was around everybody I um, spoke with uh, this was what they were talking about to have something that everybody is talking about but there's not really a a good way to talk about it yes and that is what you're dealing with the situation with Damar Hamlin and so I I'd want to start off and kind of preface the the entire show with a few things. I, Like I said yesterday, I am not going to be the person, and I don't think really anybody should be in the place to kind of push for information. That is not what I want this to be sounding like, pushing for information. I thought, uh, I think a lot has been handled very well after what happened Monday night. But especially with the hospital, who put out a statement Monday saying that there there's not going to be an update to you know just kind of cool it for a minute. You know we're we're going to do our jobs, and when we feel comfortable updating people, that's when there's going to be there. Don't try to kind of go about your day refreshing every hour looking for the latest sort of update on his condition. That's not how these things work, ever. And just because he is in the public eye, that's not going to change. Uh, even though we understand that people want information. People want the comfort of knowing that this person is going to be okay. If that happens, we'll get that news. And we'll bring it to you here on WBN. So I don't want this to at all sound like, you know, why aren't we hearing from uh, a doctor? Why yeah. aren't we hearing from the Buffalo Bills? Why aren't we hearing from Sean McDermott? Uh, by the way, we will hear from Sean McDermott today. Uh, expected a little afternoon. You'll hear that live on WBEM. But I, I, I wanted to be known. My personal viewpoint on this is, I, I don't need to, you know, hear from Sean McDermott, any Bills player about what they went through on Monday and what that situation was like, 
I, I don't think they owe anybody an explanation to talk about it. I think fans want to know. You will know when there is some sort of resolution. But I, I don't think anybody owes an explanation. And uh, we were kind of talking about this. Uh, I don't know if this was yesterday or very early this morning, Joe, that I, I wouldn't be surprised because there was this question out there. Of, uh, will you know there be any sort of uh, statement um, before this game is played? Because e- even that is a little bit in question, I, I think. Uh, I'm talking about Sunday right. against the Patriots. And I was thinking, I you know, I I would not be surprised. I would not blame anybody if the first we heard from anybody was after that game is played against the Patriots because nobody owes anybody, you know, um, an explanation of what they're going through at a particular time. No, and, and no one should force someone to talk about something that, you know, they're probably still questioning certain things in their head, Brian. You know, I mean, we're talking about a traumatic event that happened on Monday. Maybe players aren't ready to talk about it. And, you know, I, I would completely understand. Uh, so, like you said, we are going to hear from Sean McDermott, and uh, I'm interested in, in what he will say. Uh, but like you said, Brian, no one owes anyone anything. And, you know, let the players uh, – do what the players want to do. If it's talk to the media, if it's talking out, guess what? They'll find you. I saw someone put it on Twitter today. If they want to talk, they'll find you. They know where you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I also applaud the doctors at the uh, at the hospital. Obviously, everyone wants to know uh, what's going on. But you, you do see what happens when people come out too soon with information or say information that isn't 100% correct. So the doctors want to make sure that they're doing the number one most important thing, and that is taking care of DeMar Hamlin and, you know, his progress. And like you said, when it's the right time and when there's information to give, and hopefully it's very good information, they're going to do it. But no one should feel forced to talk and no one should feel forced to come out with something until it's the right time to do it. And none of us are the right ones to say when the right time is. So that being said, (laughs) you know, it seems cruel to – there – are decisions to be made, and there is this question of what is the right way to move forward? Yes. And what do you think that will look like? Because they will move forward, right? So we do know that. We do know that at some point in time, another football game is going to be played. We do know that you know, the, the NFL is not going to stop. They've showed that many times before. Yes. And there, there's a great um, uh, piece in the AP just kind of about if you think that, um, you know, this is now the norm, that things will just kind of stop uh, for forever. You, you haven't been paying attention to what happens in the NFL. And I, I would say it's not just the NFL. It's just the world. You, you know, the world kind of moves on. But the question of what is the best way – to do that, I think is a very tricky one. And I think the first thing, and I, you know, some people might be surprised to hear this coming from me because I, I'm typically not the person who thinks this way, but I do think the first thing that should be asked in this situation is what is the most sensitive way to move forward? And I, I think that's, you know, the, the fair way to handle this. What is the most sensitive way to move forward in this situation, given what everybody 
is going through, um, what all that team is going through, what the even the Bengals team is going through, and what is the what's the best way to do that? Eight oh three oh nine thirty to join us here on WBEN eight oh three oh nine three zero because you know I, I've seen so many different things. Everything now is just. Uh, you know, an idea, I guess, or or right. just a, a rumor floating around. I, I've seen people say that this game this week won't be played. I've seen people say that the Bengals game will not be resumed at all. It, it will never be made up. I've seen people say they can push back the playoffs and they will play, uh, you know, in a made-up uh, week 19. They'll resume that game in Cincinnati. I, I've seen Part of the playoffs to be delayed, another part will go. You know, you've seen every possible scenario. So, really, what it means at the end of the day is there's no actual news until there's an actual statement from the league as to what will happen going forward. You don't really know anything. But they have said all options are on the table. And I'm wondering what is the best option? I don't think there's a good option. But no. what, is, what is the best way to move forward? knowing that they are going to move forward, knowing that they are going to play a football game again, what would be the most sensitive way to go about that? Ooh, uh, I mean, I, I, and I'm sure, Brian, you know, there were 100 guys on that field uh, Monday. I'm sure not all 100 have the same answer, right? Y- you would think. Joe Burrow said that yesterday. Joe Burrow said, um, the quarterback for the Bengals, when he was speaking to the media yesterday, he was talking about not the game against the Bills, not you know resuming that game or making it up in the future. He said, you know, to the the Bills game, we want to do whatever Buffalo wants to do. You know, we'll stand by whatever the Bills say they want to do. Um, you know, after what they went through and kind of they all collectively went through on the field on Monday night. But he was talking about their upcoming game Sunday, and saying that within the Bengals locker room. Uh, he said he himself, he wanted to go out and play Sunday. But he said you would get a different answer maybe from every single person in that locker right. room. Um, you know, it's not like everyone is in lockstep. He said there was a lot of people in the locker room who wouldn't want to play this upcoming Sunday after going through that. So that is a real question. Yeah, and, and you know, Brian, maybe it's one of those things uh, you, you have, you know, a heavy heart. You have all these thoughts and – Maybe you go to practice today, as we know the Bills are going to do, and that completely changes it, right? That sense of normalcy, um, that that is, I think, very important. I saw someone write about that. I forgot the publication uh, about this sense of normalcy in Buffalo, sense of normalcy throughout the team. You know, I I think that plays a part as well. And, yeah, you can have your doubts about playing. Maybe you get on that field and you say, this feels right. Um, You know, you you do it for DeMar. I'm sure we'll hear that. I'm I'm sure that's what uh, Stefan Diggs was saying in his uh, speech when they thought they were going to have to take the field again on Monday. Um, but it, it's it's very it's a very sensitive subject, and you know I, I think about the game Sunday here in Buffalo. What what that's going to be like? Obviously, on the field, it's going to be uh, it's going to be very different than I think what any of those players have gone through, especially pregame, getting ready for that game. Uh, but what's it going to be like for people going to the game? What's the mood of the stadium going to be, and, and how do you handle that? How do you um, again being sensitive? Uh, to what just happened and what these players are, again, still going through. We are less than a week from what just happened. Uh, this is still something that's ongoing, and you still have someone who is uh, in critical condition in the hospital. It was our Raylax Honda 
web poll over at WBEN.com. Do you think the NFL should reschedule the Bills-Bengals game, yes or no? And it's uh, almost an even split. 55% of people said that, yes, they should reschedule the game. And I, I don't know, Joe. I was saying yesterday, whatever the decision is, um, on a personal level, I think you have to be fine with, right? Yes. Like, I, I think it is insane to complain about the fairness of what's going on on the field or the seating implications or, you know, any of these other things when it was, right, a life and death situation on the field. So I, I'm kind of in the boat of personally, I just, whatever is decided, I couldn't bring myself to complain about it. No, I won't be upset whatever way. No, I, and, and whatever's fine is the decision that the players wanted, then I'm fine with that. If that's the decision they came up with, I'm fine with it. But if you put yourself in that decision-making process, what does it look like? I think it's such a tough situation. Somebody is going to get the short end of the stick. Yes. No matter what you decide to do, um, people are going to feel differently. You know, there's what over a hundred people in the organization, fifty-two players, and then all the coaches, sideline staff, who are you know who would have to be there on a game day. It's a a hundred people are not going to feel the same way about no. being on the field again. No. Is it different, you know, for the Bills to go this Sunday and play? Is that a different feeling? Is that more okay with some people than it would be, let's say, a week and a half from today, playing in Cincinnati again? You know, that might be a little more uncomfortable with people in the organization going back to that stadium um, and seeing those same colors and everything than it would playing today, even, right. uh, if it were in a different scenario. You can't just assume that everyone's going to feel the same way about this. But I think it's very interesting how you decide to move forward. Should they move forward? Should they make up the game? Uh, what do they do? Um, and, and what have they done in other sports? I, uh, You know, somebody on our text board is bringing up stock car racers. Um, and, and, you know, NASCAR, and you, you've seen people pass away. You've seen people have serious injury, and they go on with these races with all the same people who were there um, the next week. I do think it is a little different when you're talking about, you know, racers, they're all kind of their own personal team. Right. As opposed to an entire team that is so tighten it together that it becomes a second family and you're talking about somebody within that family so right it's not a perfect comparison but there's there is some level right of of that happening yeah i mean there's uh, you seen in in in, i don't want to say every sport uh brian but you've seen in sports death in sports and you know the 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 sport the league go on. I saw uh, an example this morning of we remember the NHL game where a fan died 
right? Fan got hit by a puck and mm-hmm. died. The league kept on playing. Columbus. I mean, they did put the netting up, and, and that happened. Um, but the league did go on and play, and obviously, you know, they had to be sensitive with it and a lot of feelings about, you know, are we protecting our fans? But the the, the, the league does go on. The sport does go on. And, uh, again, everyone's going to have different thoughts about it. I think we get some more positive news about DeMar Hamlin, you know, that he keeps progressing. He's on the road to recovery. I, I think that also plays into this as well. Um, uh, but, again, it, it's – you said it. It's what everyone's talking about, but it's very difficult to know what the right answer to some of these questions are because, again, we're not in that locker room. So if you are making the decision, if you're the NFL... You've got to talk to the teams. You have to talk to the teams. What do you prioritize? Do you prioritize the quote-unquote you know, fairness of the schedule, the fairness of you know what would happen in the playoffs of... Who gets to host games? Who gets to take a week off? Um, because all of that would, you know, have uh, this game would have implications on all of that. Do you look at that and say, well, we need to play this for those reasons? Or are you looking at it and saying, you know what? I understand that people are going to be upset because, you know, maybe this one owner, this one team, this one city uh, was expecting to host a playoff game and now well that's not going to happen because we're just going to leave it as is if we don't feel that these two teams are ready to play again well the Bengals truly are we will do whatever the Bills want to do and the Bills are saying that they don't want to play or whatever the Bills say right the Bills knowing that they would be one of the teams that got the short end of the stick they wouldn't be able to play for first place I think the NFL would have to be okay with that. If the Bills and Bengals are saying, "Hey, we want to, you know, let's just let's just call it a draw. Let's just uh, wipe that game off and, and let's move forward," um, I think the NFL would have to respect that. So eight hundred three hundred nine thirty. How how would you make that decision? Uh, what does that look like? And what do you think it's going to feel like? Um, that, that's the other thing I'm wondering. How many people are in the mood to have kind of a raucous football game? Sunday afternoon here in Orchard Park against the Patriots. A game that would usually have that, right? The last game of the season against a hated rival. Um, Their playoff hopes on the line. Yeah, a game of importance in the standings that would usually have a, a big-time feel to it. What does that feel like now? I If you're going to that game, I do you feel any differently? You know, I, I was thinking about that, Joe, uh, being at the game on Monday of, you know, if they resume, like, what does it look like? You know, what? how yeah. can they just pick up? Like, am I going to uh, stand up here and, you know, bang on the seat in front of me and yell at the top of my lungs after what just happened? Like, no. Um, I don't think, you know, from looking around, anyone else would have been in the same mindset either. Right. I mean, does that change after a week? Does it change because it's not the same night on the same field? I don't know. I do think that plays into it. It's not the same night on the same field, right? And I I keep on going with this, Brian, and I know I'm repeating myself. If the updates on DeMar Hamlin are positive, I I think that changes how Sunday is, right? Do you get what I'm saying? If if he's on the path to recovery, if we're getting more and more good news, I I do think more people would be 
uh, in that raucous mood. I think it's going to be more like this. I think pregame is obviously going to be very, hey, you know, a lot of hugging, a lot of uh, enjoying the atmosphere. But again, more on a, a lower level than what we're used to out at the stadium. But I think once that game starts... You, because it's not, it didn't, you know, it's not in Cincinnati. It didn't just happen in front of us five minutes ago. Um, I do think people get into the game and start cheering. Again, I, I hope that doesn't sound insensitive, but I do think people get, is, is, when the game starts playing, people will get into it. People will start yelling. People will remember, oh, this is Bill's Patriots. Let's go. Yeah. Um, on our text board, a few suggestions coming in. Um, one of them is uh, make up the game, but just play it at a different stadium, a neutral site or something like I've that. I've heard that. And Well, I think people have that in their minds just because of what happened this year and what happened many years ago where we played in Detroit. Like that, that's not just like a thing that, <laughs> you know, like is readily available all the time right. to be like, Oh yeah, well, yeah, we'll just play uh, over in this stadium instead. Like that—that's a, a serious decision that it takes. I think a lot of planning and, and everything else. And that, like, going back to the point of there's no good solution. You know, then you're telling Cincinnati, all right, this big game that was going to happen in front of your home crowd. Now we're going to take that out of it, and you're going to be on the road again and play. One more road game. Like, at the end of the day, somebody is going to be upset with this decision. There's no perfect decision that can be made. No. It's got to be the decision of the teams. It's got to be something that I'm sure they're talking about. I'm sure the teams have been— Even, even, uh, to me, the the most fair decision possible, which would be to, after this week— Actually, to me, the most fair decision possible would be to kind of push everything back um, a week, the entire rest of the league, right? and play this one game at some point this weekend, and then resume with your, you know, quote-unquote, Week 18 schedule, Bills, Patriots, and too everything like, else. Too like to do that, that would have been the fairest I, thing to do. But, the you know, the second one to that is the opposite of you play this week and then you just play... Bills, Bengals, you pick up right where you left off in Cincinnati. Um, same score, same everything, time on the clock right there, and you, you pick it up a week and a half from now or something like that. Even that, you look at it and say, well, okay, then everybody gets a break except for the team that loses this one game, and you have to go right back out there and you know play an opponent that you're not too familiar with. Right, right? Like in every scenario, there's no – perfect answer for how to move forward which is joe part of the reason why i'm so interested in what they do yes and uh, how they go about making this decision yes and, and you know and, and what uh what impact the teams had on making it it'll be very interesting and I'm, I'm sure we'll have that answer before this weekend i'm not no i i, I don't do you know think they let the games play out sunday I, I, and then see what effect that game could they have they might they might joe um i really don't know what do you think 8030930 to join us i how would you move forward we know it is going to move forward what is the best way to do that 8030930 to join us beam as and beamer on wben 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We're back here, Brian Mazeroski and Joe Beamer on WBEN, and uh, we're asking how you would handle the situation if you're uh, the NFL, um, and it is pretty much the NFL, but you know maybe uh, if you wanted to put yourself in uh, the shoes of the Bills, which is tough to do, but we know that the games will go on. You know, there will be a Super Bowl played this year. There will be an yep. NFL playoffs. There will be games this upcoming Saturday. Um, and, and there will be Bills games at some point. Yes, no game tonight, by the way, if you're looking for yeah, that no, game Yeah, no Thursday night game this week. What will that look like? What is the best way to handle this situation? And I don't think that there is a good answer. I, I really don't. I, there's not. I, there's not a perfect answer for sure. Maybe, yeah, there's not a perfect answer. There might be good answers, but I don't think there's a perfect answer on how to best handle the situation. No. And, and, and everyone's idea, no one's right or wrong in this. You know what I mean? Like you said, there might be a good idea, but it, it's really the timing and. No, I, I get, no one's right or wrong in the idea, but I've seen some pretty awful perspectives okay. and reasonings I, I, for I, their ideas. I guess some people can be, yes, wrong in their reasoning. Um, but we'll start and we'll go to uh, Dave on WBEN, and you can give us a call, 803 0930, 8030930. Dave, how would you handle this situation um, when it comes to. Uh, not just making up the Bills and Bengals game, but just going forward with the two teams. Yeah, it's not an easy thing to do, and I wouldn't want to be in that position. But in, in my opinion, you go back and replay this game against Cincinnati, it's going to bring back bad memories for the Bills because all they're going to think about is this incident with DeMar. Yeah, both and teams, Dave, one, I would number say. One, yeah, exactly. Any game that they play, whether it's New England, Cincinnati or a playoff game. And so this gentleman, uh, we get a good prognosis on this gentleman that he's going to be all right. You know, that's in the back of their minds, everybody's minds, no matter what happens. Uh, and I don't think the game is that important uh, that, a, that a player, uh, that, that you worry about a game more than a player. I mean, his prognosis has to be 
we have to get information from the hospital that this gentleman's going to be fine. And then you go ahead and start playing these games, and it's going to be in the back of their minds no matter what game it is. But I don't know how the NFL could even attempt to want to replay this game. I mean, just scratch the game. It's a no-contest game. Nobody won. Nobody lost. Yeah, it's probably going to hurt Buffalo in, in the seedings. Yes, and that's unfortunate. But but you know you, you can't control things like that. It's out of our you know it's out of our hands basically. Um, but the most important thing is Demar's uh, prognosis. He's got we got to get a good prognosis on this gentleman. Right. We got to get him out of that hospital and back into normal uh, you know normal situation whether he plays football or not. I agree with that. But even if Buffalo, even if they scrap the game, which I think they should, and they go in to play, they got to play New England uh, Sunday. They're going to be thinking about this the whole game. I don't know how you cannot think about this, no matter what you're doing, if, if you're Buffalo Bills, no matter who you're playing. It's going to be in the back of their minds what happened to him. Absolutely. And I just hope, yes, and I just hope by Sunday we do get a good prognosis so they can kind of focus on the game, even though the game doesn't mean that much to them. I mean, they're either going to be the second seed or third seed, no matter what. I don't think they can be the first seed now unless Kansas City loses, I think. I'm not sure about Well, that, well Dave, but, and uh, thanks for the call. And I, I do, you know, on to the point that you're, uh, you know, kind of uh, trying to figure out there. There is no, somebody said, you know, let the games play out this weekend, see what happens if they don't have to play, don't have them play. The That would not be a scenario for the, the Bills-Bengals game. No matter what happens this weekend. Someone's missing a meaningful game. It would matter for one of the teams, if not both. No, right. no matter the results that you see on Sunday, there would have been implications. So, uh, but, you know, to that point, I, that would be a fair option if they don't have to play, don't let, but that won't be an option on the table. To what Dave said, Joe, when you're you're kind of thinking this on your mind um, and, and he was mentioning, you know, hopefully they get that good news so they can kind of concentrate on the game. Hopefully they get that good news just for your own mental health and stability. And if you're listening to this and you're having conversations, and like I said, Joe, all around Western New York, it's what you're hearing people say that, you know, oh, yeah, I wonder how he's doing. You know, people ask me, you know, have you heard it? Like, no, I don't. Why? Why would I? You know, that's one. It's it's not. You get the first updates. Yeah. I'm not in the position to. And two, I it's it's not my it is none of my business to. Um, you know, share information that's not meant to be shared when it comes to somebody's health like this. So I on that, but you kind of sense that, all right, this is on a minor scale weighing on people's minds. You know, not not necessarily impacting them, but it is on people's minds. Just imagine if you are on the team, this weighing on your mind, and just kind of constantly thinking about it. It's not just so you can focus on football. It's for your own mental well-being to have, you know, a, a burden of sorts lifted off your shoulders and to not have to worry about somebody you care about so deeply 24-7. Like, that is why, you know, you're hoping for something good yes. um, for the team a- a- as soon as possible. It, it, it is... In my opinion, it, it can change how we're talking about future games so much with that good news, Brian. And, and I'm sure that's what the players are waiting for. Uh, and, and to a part, I think that's what the league is waiting for. I mean, it, it would be so much 
I don't want to use the word easier, but I think you get what I'm trying to say. It, it would be a lot different if we get news that, you know, DeMar is making a full recovery. We were able to do this, this, and this. That news comes out. It does lift that that weight. It puts some good news out there uh, that I think the team can use. We, as Western New Yorkers, could use. Um, and and I, I think that changes things uh, quite a bit when, I'm going to say when, that news comes out. Yeah, uh, somebody saying... Uh, on the text board, 803-0930, uh, whatever's decided, it should be the team's decision and the team's decision if they want to play uh, right there. I, you know, I, again, I, I don't mind that. I, the last caller mentioning just declare it a no contest and move on. I, I, I find it hard to fault any decision that's made and, and just kind of say, yes, this is, it's unprecedented. This is what happened. And we're going to go forward with, Exactly what happened. Dan, uh, you're on WBEN. What would your decision-making process be like? Well, thank you for having me. And and, um, I gave it some thought, and I'm older than you by a lot. Um, I think it was like 1971, there was an NFL player named Hughes, and I think that he he died on the field. Um, Certainly this young man for the Buffalo Bills, uh, he's in trouble. And I think that it's tragic. What I'm going to say, I'm going to draw a line to, I worked at one company for 30 years. And uh, over that period of time, I think about four of my coworkers had passed away. And how it's handled in my world, which is certainly not the NFL, is some people get permission to leave work to attend the funeral. But the business itself has to move forward and go on and function. And having said that, being a taxpayer in Western New York, uh, we're putting forth uh, $1 billion to build a football stadium. Uh, I want to see what type of product we have and how productive that product is going to be under every circumstance. And the guy that said just wash the game away, um, that can be done, but then you're a half a game behind your competitors. So Cincinnati... Uh, would be penalized a half game. Buffalo would be penalized a half game. Kansas City automatically becomes the number one seed without any competition whatsoever. Um, That's not fair to the fans in Cincinnati, Ohio, and that's not fair to the fans here in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, Dan, I I think the point of this, thanks for the call, the the point of this is that it's not, you're not going to find the thing that is football fair to anybody. There right. is no, you know, quote unquote fair solution. And I part of the struggle with having the conversation is you and I think why I fall to the uh position of I mean for lack of a better word, whatever. I mean whatever is my attitude um to what happens with this game is because when I look at the situation um, life and death on the field, somebody who's fighting for their lives. I, For me to sit here and say, well, it's not fair to the Baltimore Ravens or, you, you know, like that just seems so out of whack with reality yeah. for me to sit here and parse, well, is it fair that, you know, oh, we get the one seed or the two seed versus the three, like, Whoa, like, were we not all just watching the same thing happen 
in front of not just these two teams, but the entire world. I So that's what gets me to, um, you know, kind of the stance of just whatever. And, and I'll be fine with whatever. Yeah. And what the people directly involved with are fine with because I have no interest in all of a sudden getting into an argument of what's fair. Um, you know, I... And again, it's it's tough to have this conversation with somebody in critical care, and uh, even more so, Joe. But this is it; it's, it's playing out with a lot of people right now, and yeah. it, it's playing out with me. This is happening in your fantasy football league, where people are all right. There's money on the line. This game happens. You know, people have their different players and lineups set, and then all of a sudden, it's suspended. And what happens? And, and I was having this conversation yesterday through text message with uh, somebody who was involved who might have won some money, and now all of a sudden they're on the losing end because this game didn't happen. And my response was just, "Well, I it, it just happens. Like, I what what do you yeah. want to do? I I'm just not interested in nitpicking. Um, you know." ways around or to make up something or whatever like just let it go and move on is all you can do in an unprecedented situation that's like a a very small uh, meaningless example but it it is on that smaller scale just kind of how I think a lot of people are feeling about this game whether it should be made up or not yeah I would say for fantasy owners Brian just split the money but that's just me. I don't. But I, you know, it's I. I don't know what what happens. It, it's to, it's up to each individual. For me, my response is just let it go. You, yeah. you know, it's just let it go. It's uh, whatever it was, whatever the score was when you know it happened. Uh, that's what happened. Whatever happens, happen. Debbie has a uh, an interesting idea, Debbie. What do you think? How should this decision be made? Hi, guys. Now, I'm speaking from the view of a mother. I believe if uh, Coach McDermott, and I don't know Cincinnati's coach's name, um, and the NFL people, head people, would go to DeMar's family, sit down with his mom and dad and his family, and ask, what do you think we should do? I, I almost feel like his family would say, play that game. And and that game, can you imagine how exciting that game would be to play that game for DeMar? Do you think DeMar would want that game? Yeah, Debbie, I appreciate the call, and thank you. And this is the one thing I want to stay away from. And, you know, I'm not going to pretend to know what the wishes of somebody I've never met was. You you know, we can all sit here and say, oh, you know, they would want to. How do you know? You know, how, no offense to the call. I, I understand where you're coming from and the sentiment of, you know, asking the family, but to you know say, well, you know, this person would want us to go. Like, the I, family I, might have a good idea. I don't. Sure, but like, you you don't have. I don't want to sit here and just assume that that's what they would say. And then I also don't like. You know, I, I've seen this. Oh, you know, and then it'll be this rallying moment. Like, I, life isn't a movie. You know, life is not a perfect narrative, even though we all wish it would be. You, you know, it doesn't, something tragic doesn't happen 
and then rally the team, and then all of a sudden, you know, the, this person gets better, and then he gets back onto the field and makes the game-winning interception at the Super Bowl. And listen, I, I know we all like to tell ourselves stories to make ourselves feel better, but that's not real life. Like, real life is not this perfect movie with a a bow on it and a happy ending and it all the end and you close the book and, and the chapter's done. We'd all like it to be that way. But that's, I, I, I want to stay away from, oh, can you imagine the scenes and, and you know, what it'll be like when he's waving the flag. I, I've heard that so many times and every time I, I just want to say, stop, you know, please stop. Like, why don't you focus on what's going on right now? Um, you're fantasizing somebody else's life. I, I always cringe a little bit when I hear this. Um, that's not what happens in real life. You don't get a fairy tale ending. Tough to say. I, I'm, I'm hoping the ending we get is that this person is alive and does well and lives a, a great life. Yeah, that's a that's a very I, happy ending. I, I mean, that is a happy ending. But you know, for people to kind of go on and you know fantasize about this, you know, great triumph, and I, I just want to stay away from it right now. And I think you can talk about what happens in the near future with how you go about moving forward. Without, you know, I, I hope it is not Joe part of the NFL's decision making process. To think, oh, well, you know, we'll bring them both back to Cincinnati and, you know, that way everyone can pack the stadium and won't it look great on TV, you know, everybody holding up the number three or or something. I hope that that is not in any way going into the minds of the people making this decision because that to me is that's not right. Make the decision on how you want to move forward. But, I, you know, to turn this into some storybook for, you know, the gain of your business is that is the one thing that would not sit right for me. That is the one thing that would get me to go from whatever, you know, do what you think is best. I'm going to try not to care about that in this situation to... I, I, all of a sudden, raising my hands. Yeah, I mean, I, I I will agree with the last part there. I do not want you know the NFL to say, "Hey, how can we turn this into you know a promotion for the NFL?" I I I get I get what you're saying there. I don't think there's a problem though with and we saw uh, Demar's father talk to the the team yesterday, and I'm sure that those comments or those questions uh, will be asked of the family. And again, I, I, I will repeat what I said. There is no right or wrong way or, or idea um, on how to move forward with this. And, you know, we do know that all options are on the table and whatever they do, um, I will be okay with. Because again, uh, I think we are reminded that the most important thing is there is a human being in the hospital uh, in critical condition and his recovery, his well-being right now, I think is most important. I, I like this text too, that, you know, something you wouldn't think about. Don't put the decision on the family. A family who's going through a lot has their own thing to worry about. I, You know, that to me is distasteful too, to, you know, all of a sudden, 
you know, suit executive or, you know, Roger Goodell or somebody at the NFL going up to, all right, like you have to make this decision for us because we're not. In, I, I mean, you are not going to please everybody with the decision that you make. I think you have to make a decision and move on and everyone's going to have to live with it. There's no good one. Right now, if, I, if it were up to me right now, I would just say scrap it and move on. You know what? It's um, like the caller before said, it's a no contest. Game was suspended. It's almost as if it never happened. It did start, but it didn't finish. So it's a no contest. And then whatever the ramifications of that are, that's what happens. Uh, And you just live with it. And you realize that this is a hopefully, you know, once in a lifetime situation that is unprecedented, really, um, in the league. And, you know, people mentioned the uh, football player who passed away on the field. I don't have it right in front of me. I'd have to go back and look. But I'm almost positive that happened with, uh, like, a couple minutes left, and they counted the game, you know, as it was, and they, you know, went on. There was a minute, two seconds left uh, yeah. in the game. They played the remaining minute and two seconds. Uh, it was Chuck Hughes. Interesting, uh, interesting story. In 1971, um, yeah, Chuck Hughes, the only player to uh, to pass away on the field in the National Football League. I, but you know, it's no decision is going to be liked by everybody. They will move on. I do think it is very interesting how they do it. And I, I guess now, Joe, in talking through it, my my mood has gone from you know whatever. I, I don't want to argue about seedings and you know stuff that seems silly in the face of life and death yes um now my focus is on whatever happens just make a decision don't put it on somebody else and don't try and turn this into your own personal disney moment um that would be my one hope uh, so let's see if that happens. Let's see. Um, hopefully, we will uh, get some uh, news on Demar Hamlin. We were told uh, possibly this morning, today. Uh, hopefully, more good news. We'll hear from Sean McDermott here on WBEN. He's addressing the media um, around noon. That'll be here live next. The news with Randy Bushover, and then four hours of David Bellavia on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.